What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jay. We're here on Thursday, March 12th, back with another episode in the midst of all of this chaos happening in the world. We're coming live and direct, and today we're going to talk about all of the obvious, uh, how to maintain your immunity amongst everything that's going on, and a plethora of other topics that are quite relevant, um, no matter where you are in the world. As always, if you haven't already, make sure you visit www.theblackhealthacademy.com for all your health and wellness needs pertaining to people of color. Jay, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Good to be back on another episode. It feels like it's been a month of Sundays. Has it? It was a bit. That's what it feels like to me. But how long has it been? Two weeks? I'm assuming. Okay. We are a day late. We usually release this every other Wednesday, so we're... Oh, yeah, that one day to make it feel like two weeks. It feels itself. like it. Yeah. It feels like it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since I've been, you know, out of town. And so coming back, it just seems like everything has been a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it is. yeah, yeah, I had an amazing time on vacay. Um, and it sounds like I got back just in a nick oh, of time. Oh, you did. Hey, literally in a nick of time. Yeah. They just, like, closed the gates to Europe. I know. <laughs> nick texted me like, Lisa, Lisa still in the- <laughs> No, he did. Yeah, he did. He like, they about to cut it off. They about to, what did they do? They about to um, ban. They about to do a ban. I said, she's back. She's back. Jay, when I tell you. <laughs> so what's so interesting is I had one person call me before I left. He called me three times, a colleague of mine. He called me three times like, you sure you want to go over to Spain? Like, it's not, this thing is spreading, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this was about two weeks ago almost right and I was like all right he I mean he talks my ear off and I at the end of the conversation I was like you know what I will truly consider what you think he's like we can't afford to lose Lisa A. Smith blah blah now I'm in my head like lose me like why you gotta jump to death you know right but (laughs) we're neither here nor there so he uh I saw him another time before I left and he's like what you gonna do what you gonna do you know he's an elder or whatever so finally he called me a third time right (laughs) And he called me this third time. I'm dying laughing in my head because I answered the phone like, hello. He, he called me Lisa Lisa. He like, Lisa Lisa. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to say, listen, I'm watching the news. I know. I, right. I know you know better now. Yeah, this is just a formality of me, you know, calling. But I already know you. I'm just calling to confirm that you're going <laughs> to take my advice and not take your butt over to Spain. He said, what you doing? I said, I'm on a plane. I just buckled up. <laughs> I but was when in, I was in my seat on the aircraft, <laughs> and, and the whole time he talking, I'm dying on the inside. Like, ooh, he about to, yeah. He said, "That's what's wrong with y'all, young people. Y'all don't listen." Ooh, we, ooh, we. <laughs> it was so. Much Have you cooler. seen him since you've been back? You might be in trouble. <laughs> I ain't seen him since I've been back, Jack. Yeah, because you need to calm down, probably I, I, a little bit. But you know what did give me pause is another client of mine said, um, "You know, Lisa, I'm not really concerned about you catching it." I'm worried about them, you know, restricting access, just like what's happening now. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm worried about you getting over there and not being able to get back to the U.S. Now, when she said that, I was like, oh, I didn't think about that because I, I, like you, I had no fear about catching it. And even if I did, I'm like immune system on swallow, mm-hmm. right? But I was like, wow, that may be a real threat. So the whole time I'm over there, that was kind of in the back of my mind. Um, and I'm and every day on my phone, a news story will pop up about an airline grounding flights from somewhere in the world mm-hmm. or restricting flights and all this. Um, so that was a little scary. Um, this morning I was talking to Jeanette and she's like a girlfriend of mine um, was about to go on an all girls trip and they 
Uh, it was about 12 or 14 of them. And they're on the plane. They're on the jet bridge walking onto the plane. And this flight attendant said, you can come on, but you ain't going to be able to get back on the U.S. We'll get you over there, though. But Ooh. you're not going to be able to get back into the U.S. So they mm. all turned around and went back home. Literally was boarding the plane. Like, wow. basically, you know, instructions just came down from the top. Like, flights have taken off, but there will be no re-entry to the U.S. You know where that was, too? Nope. Wow. I was like, wow. I'm glad it happened in the nick of time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a lot of decisions to be made because, you know, my niece Shara is, her 30th is coming up in mm -hmm. uh, a week and a half or two weeks. And she's like, you remember I told you, it's like 12 of them going mm. for her 30th. Wait, where are they going? Jamaica. But, you know. Oh, that's right. I don't know what's going on with these flights. You know, I know that that's not a ban right now, but right. who's to say they don't, they're not going to ground all planes or. Facts. Yeah. And so. it's in Jamaica, by the way. They, they, really? Yes. Yes. I don't know what city. I don't know what part, but it, it is in Jamaica. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they might want to really think about it and do some research, especially about re-entry into the U.S. if nothing else. Yeah. You know, it might not have spread like that, but so definitely a lot to consider. Okay. Wait, what? You got to wait, what? Yeah. Okay. So wait, what is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week or two that made us go, wait, wait what? So I have a morning routine, which is a very bad morning routine. I must admit, I get to work. I'm supposed, I start at eight and once I get to work, um, I'll, you know, work for a minute and then I'll then go get my water in my um, hot water. Okay. Right. So, no, usually I just get my water, but I waited longer because I still had some in a different, long story short, I end up getting two things at once when I, when I usually get the water by itself and then get the hot water by itself. Okay. So I got the uh, hot water first. It's in my cup with a, like a lid, but the lid is. It's one of those lids that don't contain it all the way. It can still spill out. Okay. Um, and then I got my water. Okay. So my, my water was filling up. It's a big 64-ounce uh, container. And so as I'm putting the water down on the table, um, I'm trying to balance the hot water in my arm as I'm putting trying to put this lid on. The hot water spills fresh out of, you know, when you get coffee. Mm -hmm. I got the thing to flip over to get that fresh out of that. So this is... Piping hot, yeah, spills all over my arm, right? Okay. I'm standing there now. I don't drop either one of the things, okay. mind you. Okay. I slowly put the the uh, cup down because I didn't want to splash the people around me, and I'm just like, you know, looking like in a daze because it hurts so bad. So this lady is like looking at me, this older uh, black woman, like, "Are you okay?" Mm -hmm. And I was like, "I just spilled this hot water all over my arm," and she was like. I thought something happened, but I thought you had just got cold water. So I didn't understand if you did spill water, what was, you know, hmm. she was like, let me go get first responders. We have first responders here in the building. Now here's the way. What? I was like, no, I'm fine. I was like, um, you know, immediately th threw on my black woman's cape. Like, no, it's fine. I just spilled hot water. I'm gonna put some cold water on it, some ice, or maybe not, maybe not even ice, but I need to get back. Cause you know, I just started and I need to get to work. She's like, no, that's what they're here for. We have, you know, first responder. That's what they get paid to do to come see about you. Yeah. Look at my wrist. Wow. Why? And it was way worse. 
why was my wrist turning red, red, blistered up, basically got second, second degree burn. And I really thought this was, and I stayed at work, thought it was no big deal. And I was like, wow, we really minimize just anything that goes on with us. Any and everything. I was like, why did I tell this woman immediately, no, I got it. I'm about to just go back to my desk when I had literally, I see my whole entire wrist turning red. Because you need to invest in a stash of white women's tears. Had that been a white woman, the emails probably would have went out. Alarms probably would have been coming. First responders would have, they wouldn't have took the elevator because that might not have been said. They would have ran up the steps yep. <laughs> with vacuum packs on. They would have had first aid kits. Everybody on that floor at least would have known that she was hurt. You're right. You need to get you some white women's some tears. Some white women's tears. Man, I, I was so full-fledged black woman, Kate. Oh my gosh. I'm... And didn't even think to think. I'm so grateful for that woman because had she not, because when she called them, my arm was just red. By the time the lady came over and put out, she put, first she put, um, you know, one of those ice packs that you have to break one time use, one of those. Okay. But it was getting worse. Then she got some ointment. She got some burned stuff. She Then she went and got an ice pack. Mm. And I was like, I wouldn't have done all this. Mm. You know what I mean? I just would have, I don't know. As if I had a bruise and it kept on ticking. That's what you would have did. Exactly what you did. And, and essentially that's what I did. Yeah. Because I didn't leave. And, you know, my friend's like, girl, she said, I would have flew to the, uh, what is it when you get on the amb- to the ambulance? I said, because you're, you're dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, to the ambulance. Maybe was really, ambulance worthy. It, but not at all. It was definitely like pause here to for self-care. Yeah. And I didn't. And I was like, wait, what, why do we? Why do we do that? Like, why know. as black women do we not, even when I'll it's warranted? It. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, Please. I got it. Stop. No, don't go get them. Not only did she go get somebody, another black woman was like, I'll go with you. Like, I'm like, yes, yeah, please. And, don't I, over me. and I was like, would they just calm down? It is not that deep. Not only do you need to keep you a nice stash of white women's tears, you need to invest in more skirts. But see, see, because if we were if we were a little more prissier too, like a damsel, yes, you know what I'm saying. You're right. So the combination combination of a skirt, and I'm just using that as a euphemism, not a literal skirt, but the skirt. You're right. You're right. With some white women's tears, because a, a prissy would be like, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah, she would have fainted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should have definitely, you know, back of your hand to your forehead and passed out. <laughs> Noted, my friend. And not a single soul would have solved a problem with it. Noted. Yes. There are, you know, I was just talking to a friend about that. Matter of fact, I was talking to Troy about it. Um, We were talking about male and female gender roles and stuff like that. And we were talking about a man pan versus a woman pan and, and, and things like that. And uh, we were talking about opening the door, blah, blah. I was like, mm-hmm. would you ever want me to open your door? He was like, I would, ne- I would never want you to open my door like mm-hmm. that. Because he was saying, like, I, don't, I, I truly believe we're equal. I was like, no, men and women, of course, are equal. I was like, but we also have roles that I believe absolutely that don't mean i should hold my door that doesn't mean you shouldn't hold a door for me mm-hmm. or pay for my meal just because we're equal mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and my point of saying all that is you know it's okay for us to be delicate flowers yeah that doesn't mean we're not strong at the same time absolutely yeah. you know what i mean you were a delicate flower that got bruised and should have gotten the attention it deserved right as opposed to like you said our default setting is to be like 
it's okay. I got it. It's I'll, not that big I'll deal. Don't it. worry about me. Yeah, don't yeah. let the world stop spinning. No, the world needs to stop spinning sometimes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know what I'm you're saying? You're absolutely right. And after I got back, I was like, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker as well. So I sit right next to management, like mm-hmm. literally right next to management. And I was like, I was gone for about a half hour. And when I got back, because, you know, I had just started work. <laughs> and if it was me on my own, just knowing that I was just jacking off time, then I wouldn't have been so in my head like, dang, I've been going for a long time. But because I was taking care of something that I didn't even see, mm-hmm. you know, foresee, I was like, I've been going for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. So when I get back, I was like, the reason I was gone so long is because she looked up like, oh, I didn't even know you were, you were gone. Like, like we always say, you focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't quite how we say it. That, that's you know that ain't how we say it. But for podcast sake. For podcast sake, you focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> it, only, it hit different, don't it? It do. Yeah, you, you need that colorful. You need a little colorful <laughs> language up in there. Like, but that's also a testament to... Um, I think, I don't know, I think this is the company where you said, you know, they're pretty good. They seem like they care about people. But I think, too, that... Um, that nervousness around here's why I was going and why I was not working mm-hmm. is kind of a bit of a testament to the culture of the organization too. What do you mean? Is there a, a space in which you would have felt comfortable being away from the desk that long because you were truly tending to something important? Yeah, just like when you and you felt like they would have. Just like when you text me and you like call me and I immediately called you with not a care in the world about how long, you know, I was gone or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's because I was making a decision of this is important to me. And that's more of a testament of how unimportant I thought what was going on was because Mm -hmm. I'm like, let me hurry and get back. Mm -hmm. Versus if you call me or, you know, or if I decide, hey, I want to go across the street and go get something to eat. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm hungry. I dared them to say something. But when this happened, I just felt like, dang, let me hurry and get back. Because that's not even the vibe there. Yeah. That's not even okay, the vibe. Okay, that's what I was saying. No, the, nope. vibe. Yeah, the yeah, vibe is not. It's a vibe I totally made up. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and but but not really because it you could be like um, damaged goods, right? Because most of the companies we do work for, that's not the vibe. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, get on the phone. That every minute counts. You have to log. You can only be logged out x amount of time before it's marked against you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you might just be damaged goods. Now you happen to be in a happier relationship, but you still. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thinking you're going to get hit every time. <laughs> that is so true. And oh, I was thinking about that when um, when I was thinking about my weight. What is that? I'm too old to be in. I know for those of you, I'm not minimizing being traumatized, but I was like, I'm too old for new trauma. Like now, you know, when I get the tea, <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me make sure that the water is over here. You know, I look at that water like, wow, that's a really, really hot. Like I didn't used to look at water like that or anything hot. Now I'm looking at, I don't feel like new trauma in my life. Like I thought I had passed a point where I'm affected by things and it's kind of, you know, I'm like, man, I don't feel like this. New trauma. New trauma. I'm too old. I'm too old. Yeah, that's 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 funny. Uh, the I I don't have a way what really, but uh, my one of my clients did yesterday. She's getting over um, uh, infection and something in her throat. Ear. First of all, anybody that coughs, oh, oh I'm like she getting over the coronavirus. Just Jay, I didn't want to say it to her, but I said you said what now? I'm about to fall off. Jay, I've been convinced that three people in my world have it. You gonna talk about? 
She had like a throat issue. Jack. Jack. What? I think she said a respiratory I infection. <laughs> she couldn't either, sis. Jack. You just tried to play me. Jack. No. Jack. Let's be honest. Jack. Sis had the corona. Sis had corona. Sis had corona. She said. Because last time I talked to her, we were scheduled for a coaching call. Matter of fact, it was a day before I was leaving for Spain. We were scheduled for a coaching call. I called her that morning. She literally answered the phone like, hello. I said, I guess we need to reschedule. Goodbye. Yeah. I said, okay. Right? So yesterday was our first time talking since then. So I said, hey, how you feeling? She's like, better getting over it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> Super suspect. I'm talking about super sad eye. So, you know, she like, uh, yeah, the doctor gave me some antibiotics and X, Y, and Z. I bet he did. I bet he did, sis. They probably, your doctor's office probably don't even had a test yet for the yeah, coronavirus. So absolutely. They keeping you And let me that. guess, they shipped them to you. You probably <laughs> come you in. to the office. <laughs> Stay out in the parking lot. We'll throw them out. We'll throw them out the window. Huh? <laughs> no, no, no. We've always done it this way. So, no, we're trying to conserve uh, manpower. We only staffed by two people. Now, no, we'll toss them out to you. Right. No, don't even get out your car. Right, right, right. No, stay in the car. Stay, stay in, in the, the car. That's around and get sprayed. Right. Yell your symptoms out to me. <laughs> Lord, I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, back you to ignorant. Lord. I hope she ain't listening. <laughs> Lord, please don't let her be listening. If you listening, we're not talking about you. No, this is not about you at all. Mm-mm. Now this next part might give it away a little bit. Uh, she told me <laughs> that. One of the antibiotics or one of the medicines that the doctor prescribed, the doc told her, you need to take this with dairy. Jack. Make it make sense for me. <laughs> make it make sense. Well, that's the essence of wait what, Jay? Make it does, it, I, that's the essence of wait what. You're asking me to get rid of the whole segment if I can make it make sense. <laughs> I said, you say what now? We was, I mean, it was the tail end of her coaching call. I said, you got any more questions for me? She said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What you think about this? My doctor gave me this one antibiotic and told me uh, to make sure I take it with some dairy. Let me guess, because the coach just stunk. That's what, I, that's what I said. I don't know why, but that's what I said. I said it had to be to coach or something. She was like, so I said, more importantly, did you follow the doctor's instructions? That's what really matters. She said, no, I didn't. Thank I said, you. praise God. She's a graduate of Farm and Table, by the way. And um, I said, thank you. She said, absolutely not. I did take it with some almond milk. Okay. I said, that's the, that's the thinnest of the non-dairy mm. milks. If you wanted some creaminess, you might have wanted to hit Right, that, don't tell that nobody that else boy. that, but I'm proud of you. Yeah, right. Now, I said, was it a sweet? <laughs> right, right. While well, we on that. So she did take the medicine with some almond milk instead of dairy. And she said, it, it, it definitely made my stomach hurt. Mm -hmm. and, I, and that's when I said what you said. I was like, it was probably to, you know, coat your, your stomach. stomach. But that... I'm like, that's crazy that, first of all, that's how toxic and bad we know this is going to make you feel, even though it's meant to make mm -hmm. you feel better, mm -hmm. that you need to take something to coat mm -hmm. your stomach. Mm -hmm. And the thing we're prescribing you to take is something that actually compromises your immune system even more right. with the amount of mucus it's going to create in your body. Yeah. See you back in six months with a different problem. Not you. I'm and just saying. only six months because I'm going to be out of town for three of them. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I hate when you look so proud. 
of yourself. Oh, my, oh my zingers. Right. I'm like, okay, calm down. It wasn't that great of a zinger. It ain't going to take six months for whatever the repercussions to manifest. I can tell you that. I'm like, take the medicine with dairy. Oh, I have another way. What? This is from your, your, your people, Saturday. <laughs> a lady raised her hand. For those of, of you who came, uh, it was nice meeting. Some people came up to me like, it was nice uh, meeting you in person or listen to the podcast. Oh, so yeah. shout out to the podcast listeners. Hey, shout out to the podcast listeners. And shout out to Jay and Tiff for covering the Black Health Academy first Saturday class here in the month, month of March. Okay, give mm-hmm. us a recap and then give us the zinger from the audience. Hey, I don't want to get straight into the zinger, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was dope. It was dope. Everybody, um, you know, they came, they showed love, they listened, they stayed the whole time. They, um, some people were taking notes. You know, a lot of people stayed after. They um, bought the um, recipe the, book, the recipe book, and the um, you know the vendors. What, what yes, was her name? Uh, Bonnie. Bonnie. They Bonnie bought Connick. her stuff. I yes. like her. She gave some uh, good tips. And Lisa, the uh, manager of the the place. She also gave some good tips about fasting. So it was, it was, it was really good. It was really good. People, you know, they were engaged. Then some kids came. I said, Yay. that's what's up. Hey. And when the kids asked a question, I was like, was come it a boy? through, come through. Um, no, it was a girl. A girl. Okay. A girl. Okay. Um, and her mother is the one, I believe it was her mother. Well, she was one of the parents of one of the kids. She was a parent of one of the kids who suggested that, you know, we have like a, a parent type of um, segment of you know, the Get Planet or the Farm and Tell, however you want to yeah. pull it all together for the parents and the children. But here's the lady. <laughs> she said, I got a question because I like the, I proudly have proclaimed myself to be the vegan butter queen. I'm sorry, what? The vegan butter queen. And she's not talking about vegan butter. She's talking about regular dairy. she said i am probably the vegan butter queen and my question is i don't like none of that vegan butter y'all got some vegan butter y'all can suggest i'm like this is this is too many first of all (laughs) i can't even handle we couldn't even handle how many first of all first of all why are you proud (laughs) secondly what are you making that requires all this butter i don't care if it's vegan or not she might as well like, look, just answer the question. I couldn't believe it. Vegan Butter Queen. Unbelievable. Vegan Butter Queen, if you're listening to the podcast right care. now. Oh, she about to care. Go ahead. Okay, what did y'all tell her? Um, well, first, first before I caught how ridiculous uh the whole what are you making with this butter that you needed? Yeah. I was trying to give her suggestions, like, you know, Earth, I don't like Earth Balance. What's another one? And uh, then it kind of got sidetracked because, you know, Tiffany said something, somebody else said something. Then it was like, wait a minute. What are you making that require the goal? Even though it is a um, plant-based substitute, they're all full of oil. That's, and that's and so we're at. trying to yes. abstain as much as possible from oil. So even though if we give you a plant-based version, we still want you to gravitate t- uh, away from that. She, she nah. She, won't she have was it. like, no, nah. she, whatever. She was like, are you a baker? Like what? You the vegan butter queen. So she couldn't say why she was using all this butter. She wouldn't say what she was making. She was like, y'all want to know that. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm going to need you to be the plant-based queen. Cause you a vegan butter queen. That means you don't eat animal products mostly, but apparently you're still attached to some junk. 
Yes. Right. So proudly, proudly. Um, and it's a very important to note what, what Jay just said that vegan butter is just absent of dairy. Right. But completely full of a bunch of oil. Mm hmm. And oil literally clogs our arteries. The number one cause of heart disease in this country, I mean, the number one cause of death is heart disease. And one of the main causes of heart disease is a cloggage of our arteries. One of the main causes of the cloggage of the arteries is oil. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Not just cholesterol, not just animal fat, not just dairy sugar. Oil, specifically, whether it be olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, sesame oil, it doesn't matter. Canola oil. Oil is oil. It's all 100% pure fat. Your arteries aren't like, oh, this is coconut, so mm -hmm. I won't destroy your endothelial cells. That's not what's happening. So... Uh, vegan buttercream, if you're listening, or if you know who <laughs> the vegan buttercream is. Oh, queen, yeah. Or if you know who the vegan buttercream is, please have her reach out to me directly at hello at lisaangelsmith.com. And I do have some alternatives for her. It's called low-sodium vegetable broth. Okay? <laughs> do people still snap? Yeah, they still snap. Do it again. I guess she told. Well, they, well you got red. Oh, Remember that? Z out of it, Jack. Boom, boom. Oh. boom. You got red. <laughs> you got red. Um, no, there's, there's absolutely no reason that. So dairy is just insane. And the fight to keep it insane is is what's more insane. I mean, they are, these farmers, they are going, they are ready to go. Well, they're losing more. their livelihood. I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I get it. The dairy industry has lost boatloads of money mm -hmm. in the past couple of years. Boatloads of money. Um, as they rightfully should. Listen, this dairy is toxic to everybody's health, regardless if you, if you, if you, if you label yourself as uh, lactose intolerant or not. We're all intolerant, so it's a whole problem. Um, speaking of which, let's get into immunity real quick, Jay, because uh, as this coronavirus continues to spread, and as uh, we try and take precautions to protect ourselves from getting it or at least w wanting to give ourselves the best fighting chance of mm -hmm. overcoming it if we do attract it or mm -hmm. contract it, um, what are some tips that we can provide to you guys for maintaining immunity? First thing I want to say is that if you're well, your best fighting chance obviously is staying well mm -hmm. um, because the best fighting chance is when you prepare in the off season, when you prepare, mm -hmm. when nothing's wrong with you, meaning once you've caught a virus, even if it's not Corona, right? Even mm -hmm. if you just get a cold, the flu, bacteria infection, whatever. Um, once the virus is in your body, trying to pile up with oranges and grapefruit and green tea, do you, I, it's not as effective. Right. And those are things that are more of a preventative measure um, to increase your immune system ability to keep you healthy, right? To create those antibodies to attack that disease. Because somebody just texted me yesterday and said, listen, I've been sick for a week and I'm starting to feel a little better, but what can I do to expedite my healing? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, it sounds like, first of all, it's at the end stages. You, mm -hmm. you just got to ride its course. It's, it's not that I can give you necessarily an elixir mm -hmm. that's going to expedite healing necessarily. Yeah, I, I would just suggest... Um you know, just drinking an abundance of water and, you know, at, at the most like broth, you know what I'm saying? That, and that's one of the things we talked about too. Saturday was the first thing people want to do when they get sick and their appetite is suppressed by nature because it's trying to repair itself by suppressing your appetite so that the digestive system can rest. 
some people still, they, they feel like we're supposed to eat, yep. you know, and it's like, no, our bodies are so intelligent. No, right now, rest your digestive system. Let your uh, body use that energy to heal. Just stay um, hydrated. And I think you'll feel a lot better versus trying to force your body to do something that it really is not capable of doing right now. So, you know, we have to rewire our way of thinking Absolutely. Um, as far as... Uh, so many things, but in regards to being sick, just, you know, drink a lot of water and rest. That is the best antidote I can give anyone. Yeah, I agree. Um, and also I want to talk about over-the-counter drugs real quick before we get into other, uh, immune protecting tips, because even if you, I, I don't know about in your world, but in my world, a lot of people seem to just have colds right now, like common colds, like everybody. And, I think one of the go-tos too, in addition to like eating or trying to drink orange juice or trying to drink, eat canned chicken noodle soup, which is a death wish, but is over-the-counter drugs mm -hmm. like cough suppressants or nasal right, suppressants, right. Um, throat lozenges, and these type of things, which are chock full of colorants, sugar, Every, yeah, chemicals, everything preservatives, you should be trying to stop everything from you should avoid. Mm -hmm. We have to stop taking drugs. To suppress the things that our body wants to do to heal. Yeah. All of the sneezing and the coughing is literally your body trying to expel the virus. Right. So you have these over-the-counter drugs, guys. No, it's a huge no-no. Yeah, it's the same thing um, when I talk about deodorant. You know, our body is trying to get rid of those toxins, you know, and secrete those toxins. And we go get antiperspirants to like block our pores and to, we have to stop, let nature have its way. Yes. I know no one wants to keep coughing, keep sneezing, yeah. or no one wants to sweat under their arms, but this is our body, body's way of keeping us well. Yes. It's you a know? very sophisticated system. Exactly. But the reason, it's, it's also a testament to how like, how our culture and our community has evolved and put the focus on the wrong thing <laughs> in that the, the one, what's one of the main reasons people don't want to cough or sneeze? Oh, because they look or sound gross. No, no, but they can't afford to because they need to, they can't afford to be off work. They got to, we got to work. Oh, I thought you meant like if you, we were sitting here right now, why I don't want to cough and sneeze. No. You mean like you don't want to be sick yeah, because, yeah, right. Right. No, because maybe if you could stay home in the privacy of, in your, the privacy of your home, mm -hmm. okay, be as gross as you want. But I'm saying usually people are like, I got to take care of my family. I got to mm -hmm. get to work. I got to get up and make dinner. I got to mm -hmm. make these, I got to, you know what I mean? I got responsibilities. I've committed this amount of time and effort to the church and this organization. And I've said so-and-so, I was going to do this and my friend birthday coming up. And we tend to lend to all of those things mm -hmm. and prioritize all of those things mm -hmm. before our wellness and our True. health, before restoration mm -hmm. and relaxation. Mm -hmm. And so not being able to afford a day off work, it shouldn't even matter. It's like, I'm not well. Mm -hmm. That moves to the top of the priority list. Yeah, right? hardly never. Yeah, hardly never. And so that's also a testament to what our overall value system has become in the country. Not just, I'm not taking a shot at any individual person. I'm just saying overall, our You're mind absolutely. goes to, I can't afford to miss out on anything. Yeah, because even for me with having so much sick time, and so much vacation time. It's so funny how um, we're allotted sick, sick time. How do you allot sick time for a, a, a human being, a person who doesn't know when 
they'll be how, sick. For how, how long? You know what I mean? And most or who people. Be sick? Or who exactly? And who's going to even be sick? Yep. So you already are start. Your mind is already in lack when it comes to what you can afford as far as self care, and 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 that's sad. Mm-hmm. That's really really sad. Like um, you know, like when you were in China and they gave you guys nap times or not nap times but yeah um you know you had the capability to take a nap because they provided beds and things like that like this culture really really does not put emphasis on self-care it's either you you sink or swim yeah you know, if you ain't swimming we can't do nothing with That's you it. so if you are sick you better come in here and pretend like you're not yeah absolutely yeah get back on the clock mm-hmm. punch the clock you know um so really quickly, how what can we be doing to protect our immune system? If we're well, if uh, we have not been touched with any type of illness or any type of virus, Jay, um, my first tip is stockpiling antioxidants. So I was in the grocery store today. So earlier, before we started recording, we were offline. You were like, I ain't worried about getting to the grocery store because I'm not worried about people getting the stuff that I'm about to buy. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I say it like that, though. Oh, what? oh I'm I, sorry. I didn't mean to make you sound bad. I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, but I wanted to, I didn't respond because I wanted to mention on a podcast. So I went to the grocery store today mm-hmm. uh, to do that exact thing. I'm like, I guess maybe let me get, because, you know, I just got back in town, so I really didn't have any food. Mm-hmm. And so I said, let me go buy some food. And exactly what you said, produce section popping. Oh, swell. Oh, my God. I got kale. I got Swiss mm-hmm. chard. I'm like, I got all my colors, right? All my antioxidants. I got beets. You know, I got my citrus. And um, I'm my buggy is loaded up with all of these fresh fruits and vegetables. And um, now I tell you, I couldn't get no beans, though. The beans was gone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It is a real thing that these shelves are clearing out, just to be clear. So they, the produce might be there for you, but if there's some dry goods you want, you might want to consider. Um, uh, the, so dry goods are clearing out. I couldn't get any quinoa in the bag, but luckily I was able to get some in bulk. Um, but uh, the beans were gone, and I was kind of disappointed about that because I was making chili. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I, needed, no. I needed those black <laughs> right. beans. I got some kidney beans, but those black beans was gone. Those chickpeas was gone. Um, I said, wow. So there's some things that are, are going fast and, you know, that everyone's talking about um, in the drugstores, toilet paper and paper towel going fast. And they're thinking about putting a limit on how much you can buy. And but I was just so I started looking at everybody grocery carts and I'm like, y'all worried about toilet paper and paper towel. You got to be around to use it. Mm-hmm. You y'all need some antioxidants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the first tip with regard to making sure your immune system is at its highest strength possible um, to fight these door handles, y'all need to make sure you're stocking up literally on the things that are going to strengthen your body. Yeah. And yeah. that's the food. Yeah. And my, my first tip is just the opposite of her uh, tip is you know, she's giving you what you need. I'm giving you what you don't need, which is stress, man. Stress is like, if you are worried about the coronavirus, we'll team up with the coronavirus and just like take you out. Mm-hmm. It weakens your immune system. Because I think so many people are focused on coronavirus, focused on the hand sanitizer, Focused on, you know, but they're internally, they're so worried and so stressed mm-hmm. and their immune system. Yeah, you got that hand sanitizer, but you're, you're, you're much more prone to um, 
contracting it and staying sick with it, even if you did, because of the stress level. Mm -hmm. And so that's just my my first tip is just to really, really maximize on that sleep. Um, You know, don't be up all night fretting. Mm -hmm. Don't. And you know what? This is what I want. I want people to stop sharing so much bad news. Mm -hmm. I really want that bad news to stop being recycled so much. I, I still haven't found the way to tell this older woman who sits next to me to stop telling me these news stories. And if she's not telling me, she's telling someone else. Mm. Oh, y'all hear about that? Y'all hear? And it, and it immediately triggers something. I don't know exactly what it triggers, mm. but, you know, stop recycling all this bad information. Mm. You know what I mean? Try mm-hmm. to keep whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're sharing, Kind of on a positive note, we mm-hmm. all know that this virus is going on. We all know that things are going on in the news, but they definitely share the worst of the information when it comes to the news. So, you know, just um, protect your protect your immune system with, you know, keeping the stress low. Yeah, I agree that stress is a huge immunosuppressant. And so a lot of us already have stress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us already have stress so if you're already stressed about things that are going on that have nothing to do with the coronavirus that's the thing yeah then what because like you can't just tell somebody to stop stressing and it cuts off okay so so i feel like when it comes to stress figure out what you're stressed about for me personally it was always money Mm -hmm. always afraid of being in lack Mm -hmm. so when i realized that I was always afraid of being in lack and not, and just to be clear, my, my version of lack is abundance, right? Being in lack of abundance. I've never been afraid that I wouldn't be able to pay my bill or keep my lights on or, you know, have food to eat. I've always got stressed over if somebody's going to go on a trip, will I be able to afford that trip or, you know, all the extras in my life, Mm -hmm. which are important to me. Mm -hmm. They're very important to me, Mm -hmm. but I, I really realized that money was a huge stressor for me, like a huge stressor for me. And so I started working on how, like specifically, specifically when it came to stress, how to manage my thoughts and my actions on money better. Like um, one thing was my spending habits. Two was how to generate more money. Mm -hmm. Three was just, you know, just different steps for money. Like Mm -hmm. I actively worked on what was stressing me. There we go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like being resolutionary, as we always say, mm-hmm. you know, certain problems can be resolved if you actively worked on them instead of talking about them and stressing. If you use half the time you use stressing over certain things and actually working on those, mm-hmm. or if it's some things that you can't work on, it just is what it is. Realize that. Mm-hmm. And what, what we say, control the controllables. Like mm-hmm. there's something you're stressing over that cannot absolutely change no matter what. And, and well, then, then it's not a problem. What do you mean? If there's something that you can't change, how is it even worthy? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, there's things in my life that I absolutely cannot. Uh, my neighbors, for one, they don't stress me at all. It would stress somebody else out because they're loud. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, run around like, but it doesn't because that's a problem that right now that I can't fix. Got it. So that's out out of my control. So I'm not going to even give that too much So it sounds like the very first tip is identifying what's a problem and what's not. Because 
views to say you can't change your neighbors, but they are disruptive as heck, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, but I can't change in the amount of noise that they make and that they're disruptive. Somebody else will view the same thing as it's a problem and not being able to recognize that they can't change it or do anything about right. it. Right, yeah, so that's one of the things. I don't know you saying that first before anything is recognized. Yeah, because somebody else will see that as a problem and you're like, it's not a problem because I can't fix it. So are problems only things that there can be a solution found for? So for me, no, no. Problems, that's a real problem. But if you can't fix it, minimal irritation and minimal stress with it. You know, you know how you're around somebody, you talk to them at nine o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. they got this, this one thing going on. And then you talk to them at nine o'clock at night and that they still on that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'll call you to vent about something. And then five minutes later, we off to the next thing. Like mm-hmm. don't get, if you give it some energy, don't give it too much energy because mm-hmm. some things do, you do need to vent. You do need to get 100%. it off your chest. Absolutely. And we don't, don't just shut, sweep it under the rug. But a lot of times when it's things we can't change, we give it way too much energy oh, until yeah. we're, where it turns into chronic we stress. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And, and, and usually the stress comes from not the, not from the problem existing, but for the lack of creating a path to a solution. Yeah. The lack of creating an exit strategy is usually the issue. Um, it's just more comfortable to sit and complain about it. And a lot of reasons it's a lot more comfortable to sit and complain about it is because we're attributing the problem to an external factor and refusing to take ownership of it. Right. Oh, I need to make my job don't pay me enough. Or maybe it's your mismanagement of money. See, if you blame your job mm-hmm. for not paying enough or you not earning enough, then it's not your fault. Or not creating an exit strategy exactly. to go somewhere. Because I know some people who have, you know, they can go to another job. They have, you know, what do you call the credentials mm-hmm. to, to go to somewhere else, mm-hmm. but they're comfortable here. Mm-hmm. But they'd rather sit here and complain about it. They don't pay me enough or, you know, this is going on, that's going on. But you have a capability to leave. Like, create an exit strategy. I, I realize so many people don't believe in it. They think when you say leave something, that means leave right now. No, no because no, 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 no. I got bills and I got... I need insurance. Right. Yeah, yeah no. I'm, not, I'm not telling you to, like, walk out the door. Even if your exit strategy is, you know, a year or two from now, you know, do the necessary things that to, for... To position yourself to live a better life. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, one, one final thing about problems, too. Me and my uh, client, Jared, were talking about this yesterday. We, we were saying, um, I was telling him about something that was going on with me, and we were saying, your problems are meant for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like, I will never have Kevin Hart problems, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, if you're all, everything that you're going through is literally meant for you. If you have the life to generate the problem, you also have the power to solve it. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain problems that will never be an issue for you mm-hmm. because they're not meant for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so it's important to realize. I mean, I guess it's like the old adage that they say, like, he won't put you to do nothing that you can't handle. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's, it's that part, too, like because. I told him what was going on and he's like, dang, I would have never known because I was only telling him because it was a lesson in the story that I had to share with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would you know? I ain't stressed over that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not about to come in here with that on my sleeve. Yeah. First of all, I'm coming here to serve you. Mm-hmm. Why would I burden you, my client, with my stuff? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not here to unload. I'm here to do what you pay me to do, which is right. coach you in your business. So he's like, that's, that's, that's a, that would be a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure it would. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's all perspective, mm-hmm. right? And it's like the world ain't ending. 
the world is just not ending. And so we really have to put things in perspective um, and get into a place of gratitude because I think not being cognizant and, and present with the things you're grateful for, you'll always know what you're grateful for, um, but it, uh, making it present. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. really, really That's important. a big difference. Uh, it's a huge Being grateful, difference. but being present and that gratitude. Huge. Is, is, yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it's huge. So, okay. Another way to protect your immunity, um, and it, stress is huge because that's a huge immunosuppressant. Um, is exercise, uh, the, the power of literally sweating. Like y'all have to, we have to keep moving mm-hmm. and we have to make sure that we're being intentional about busting a sweat when we move all this casual walking, talking, chatting, reading the paper, reading the book. Fitbit, you know, I've been beefed out with that oh, for years. Oh man, I got a couple steps in at walking the job super today. Slow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I need y'all to really be sweating. Um, and it's interesting cause it's, it's like, you know, we've been saying this stuff forever, Jay. That's all we ever do is come on this podcast and say the same stuff that we're yeah. saying now. But it's like, will the threat of a right. pandemic really force somebody to pick up a, a weight? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's important to remind you guys of why the exercise is really important. It's not just for what you want your waistline to look like, your legs to look like. It's really because it is a way to expel toxins Mm -hmm. and give your body a fighting chance if ever you come up against something because, you know, only one to 2% of people who get coronavirus actually perish from it. However, your recovery time will be extremely different if you go into this thing Mm-hmm. healthy mm-hmm. and that's not that's just that's what anything like we ain't gonna put the coronavirus on your on your energy but it could be anything right if you got a surgery coming up if you uh, unfortunately get into a car accident so like how your bones and muscles repair how you repair yeah. is dependent upon how healthy you were when that's you- what you were just talking about staying ready we want to talk about staying ready yeah you know what i mean because it. it's funny because when my sister texted me about have you went to the grocery store yet in the back of my head, after I thought nobody's eating the food I eat anyway, I'm uh-huh. thinking, I'll just come over to your house. Like, <laughs> if push come to shove, you just told me you loaded up. <laughs> we eat. We eat. Stay ready. Like, so many people have these bad relationships, these bad yes. connections. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would have an abundance. Who house would I go to next? I, w- I would never worry about food. Lisa went grocery shopping. Both my sisters went grocery shopping. I would, I, man, that's the last thing I'm worried least about right now. Least of your worries. Least it's the least of your worries. And, and my worries, and it's, and it's because if I went grocery shopping, you know, we talked about this the last podcast, I would do the same for them. You know what I mean? It's not all about giving and it's not all about taking. Like we have to stay ready with our relationship. It's so, so important. I remember the pastor, you know, years ago, Ken Lott, was like, you know, he'd been on the be- the bedside of so many people who were dying, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, I've never, ever, ever heard them talk about what they had. Mm-hmm. I've never heard them talk about their home, mm-hmm. in their closet, their car. They never, he said, I've been on the bedside of hundreds of people who were dying in their last days mm-hmm. went to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And they never, ever talked about that. All they talked about was family and mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. and their memories. Mm-hmm. Man, we got to put more emphasis on that. I'm telling y'all, we have to put more emphasis on the people we love. And that's how you stay ready and you stay healthier. You know, like the blue zones, that those relationships, man, they are so important to your immunity. So important. Listen, and don't let me forget because I got one more tip about your immune system. But um, 
before we super deep dive into staying ready, like, so when I was in Spain, I did this experience um, in the country. So that was a seven hour experience. It was like an hour drive out to this small village called Zarita. The village only had like 75 people in it. Absolutely beautiful. Got the history. We had dinner or lunch at their house. I got wasted. Um, it was beautiful, right? But we were talking, we were the, the, the two guys who led the experience, they're these Englishmen. Um, and I was asking him about the people who live in the village or whatever and what it's like. It's like uh, boarded off by like this little body of water and you need like a boat to cross it. And um, he's like the, the, the milk truck comes every week and all the village comes out and goes up to the milk truck or whatever, whatever truck and whatever they were bringing. And so I was asking him about the people and what it's like. He was like, I'm the youngest one in this village by 30 years I was like wow 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 right and I said is it you know people are pretty healthy here and he's like yes and I was like okay he was like but for sure the reason they are he was like is because they talk to each other mm-hmm. it's just it's the social connections right mm-hmm. and he started echo- saying well we always echo like it the reason for their health is literally how they interact with each other mm-hmm. in this community it's not that they go out walking every day or that they eat a plant-based diet it's literally those social connections and so i said exactly he's like yes he's like i think somebody else in our group asked um how do you get the news of what's going on and blah 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 <laughs> And forgive me because I forgot the guy's name, but he said, Bobby, who work at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's the source of all the town gossip, honey. We died. Like, and he's like, and he's an openly gay and he will tell you everything you need everything to know. Everything you need to know. He said, if I need to know what's going on, what's coming down the pipe from the government to my neighbor's tea, honey. <laughs> he said, Bobby at the bar. He said it like, you, you ain't heard? Right. Jay, I died. Bobby at the bar. <laughs> it, it's funnier because it's not at the bar. No, no, it's a person, a specific person. No, that yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah, no, Bobby. It's a specific person. Yeah, at the town diner, the one little, di- yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he come in and be like, no, Hattie just had two drinks. She can't have no more. Also, did you hear about such a <laughs> like everything? That's that was the example he used. By Bobby all. got a good life, man. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine everybody eagerly waiting for what you got to say? You being the town tea. <laughs> He is the town tea, honey. I said, hilarious. I love it here. Girl, it was so funny. Everybody eating and living off the land. And it was just, it was just amazing. And, but he was like, no, the health here is definitely based on the relationships and the way we interact with one another in this village, at least. I don't know if it's like that in the rest of Spain, but what I do know, another uh, experience I went on was a vegan food tour and at the vegan food tour, um, I was asking my, my guy, we were just talking about the different cultures and the way we do things in America versus Spain. And she's like, here, we don't do anything alone because I was like, you know, America is kind of an individualistic society. And because we were talking about drunk driving, we mm-hmm. were talking about drinking and, and blah, 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 and how out of control it can get. And I was saying where there's higher instances of alcoholism in America. And I was like, I think it's because, um, you know, number one, because our culture is so focused on um, creating a, a livelihood and a legacy for their own families. A lot of us are brought up in households that are focused on getting ahead mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily around family values that have nothing to do with money or access or success, right? And so I was like, and so that being said, a lot of us are brought up in single parent homes or we're, um, a lot of us are exposed to dysfunction or trauma that we might not have been exposed to if 
our parents or somebody in our family or extended family was available to protect us, Mm -hmm. like child abuse and Mm -hmm. sex abuse and all of that stuff, you know, negligence. And I said, so that um, leaves us with a population that is plagued by trauma, which then leads to the dependence on substances like alcohol Mm -hmm. and drugs. And so she was like, wow, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and I was like, so we're a very individualistic society because there's also shame in that. And so we keep it to ourselves and blah, blah, blah. I'm connecting all the dots. And she's like, well, in Spain, like we don't do anything alone. She's like, if you want, if we want to go see a movie or something, I will call my girlfriend. Like, I want to go see a movie. I want to go alone. Like, Mm -hmm. and if she can't go, then we don't go. She's like, we don't go out drinking alone. Any of that. Like Mm -hmm. everything is with somebody together together uh and i was like dang so like two nights later this one restaurant she had took us to called mad mad vegan they had calamari right mm-hmm. and the calamari was more made out of like tofu or whatever but the texture everything was exactly the same it was delicious so i went back for some like two nights later and so i went by myself and so i'm sitting at the bar and i'm like why does everybody keep staring at me like, I was getting mad, and, you know, I had, like, some of my natural hair out, and I'm like, they, no, they, they see black people in Spain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are they standing at me? And I'm looking around the bar, and I'm like, oh, you were the only one I'm here the alone. only one here alone. Everybody was with friends or a couple or blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sitting at the bar alone, drink, got a glass of wine, got my cal- my vegan calamari, and, you know, the bartender and stuff was cool, but everybody. Yeah. I'm like, um, oh, how'd you feel about I'm it? I'm a loser. Like, I feel like, like here it was be no big deal to go out, have a drink before you head in. But I remember what she said. I didn't feel a certain way about it. Cause I'm used to doing it. It's like, it's, I'm still American. You know what I mean? I didn't all of a right. sudden feel weird, but I did feel like that's why they're staring at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were definitely weird to them. For definitely, sure. definitely weird to them for sure. <laughs> um, and so it, it it was like, man, this is a thing. I got to get a friend. Uh, so anyway, so the point about staying ready. Uh, before we get on next, I want to say something else about staying ready. But I want to mention one more thing about protecting your immunity, and that's not just what you do as far as you know what you're going to eat and blah blah blah. But I want to tell you guys what to stop eating. I want to remind everybody that literally refined sugar. Uh, shuts down your immune system four hours up to four hours after consuming it so if you're drinking pop if you're eating candy cakes you know whatever if you're pasta sauces and salad dressings and seasonings that have sugar added to them if you're getting takeout and they got sauce on it you know some asian inspired food you can taste the sweetness in the sauce all of that refined sugar is shutting down your immune system as well so protecting your immune system is not just about eating the fruits and vegetables, exercising, or even necessarily avoiding stress, sometimes you can be compromising your own immune system with the things that you're eating because all of the headlines about coronavirus is telling us that um, the most vulnerable populations are the senior populations. And Jay, you said you heard children. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard the opposite, but we know for sure the seniors Mm -hmm. and or people with pre-existing conditions, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe with an autoimmune disease or somebody who, you know, even with type two diabetes, heart disease, just like your system has been compromised because there's already, it's already diseased. Well, please don't think you're safe just because you're not a senior and you don't have a diagnosis. Right. If you constantly eat sugar, Mm -hmm. dairy, things that create excess mucus and things that, um, are preserved or um, a lot of processed food, a lot of takeout, 
your immune system is naturally compromised. Maybe you're one of those people that get a couple colds every time, a couple, uh, couple times a year, or when the weather's change, the seasons change, you you know, you find you're full of more phlegm, mucus, sinuses, allergies. Um, that's a way of being compromised as well. I think, you know, maybe people are around here thinking that I don't have a diagnosis. I'm not a senior, so I'm not really in that bucket. I can't gauge it. Everyone seems like they're very, very afraid. I can't oh, even okay. gauge it. But maybe not afraid like I could catch it. Maybe. I don't know. They probably do feel more confident, though. You yeah, know? maybe. Like cause some people may be afraid for their parent. They may be afraid, but right. not for themselves. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. And so um, I just want to remind people that you can do something about it. Now, I don't care if you were just eating a donut yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like if you make a decision right now not to pick up another ounce of sugar, your body will immediately begin to do the work to restore it to an alkaline state. Mm -hmm. So don't think it's too late for me or that take too long for my immune mm -hmm. system to pop back. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like that we, we are under this impression that eating right or exercising or just drinking water now instead of coffee is going to take too long. I can't do nothing about it now. But yeah. your body begins the restoration process literally immediately yeah, that you stop pouring ta toxins into it. Absolutely. Which brings me to my last uh, two points. I'm going to say them together. Um, reduce smoking you know i know you can't just some a lot of people can't just up and quit reduce smoking or quit smoking and reduce alcohol or um abstain from alcohol now you're talking crazy <laughs> if you want to boost mm -mm, your mm -mm, immune system it's worth it i'm just playing <laughs> Look, how you giving up all this other stuff you might as well drink alcohol like you, what you're not about to do. Right. You're not going to ruin this for me. You're not going to ruin this for me. <laughs> Who just hung up on the podcast? Right, right, right. Right. Somebody, Jay, they're yeah. like, Jay got the coronavirus. She, she losing her mind yeah, first, y'all. Apparently, she got a fever. Test her. Test her. <laughs> you ain't about to just tell me to put my wine, my martini down, my, my yak. Listen, y'all. Um, I haven't had a, any wine. That's my problem, y'all. Say less. <laughs> she ain't in the Listen. Listen. How long you been dry? February to February third. I'm going to May third. For why? For why? Um, look, I'm saying it like it's the truth. For why? I'll tell you for why. Um, for one, I may go longer than May third. I, I absolutely um like the way I feel not drinking. I love um, it. And it's a carcinogen. Yes. Um, it and it like they said, you know, your immune system. You know, some days I wake up with phlegm after I drink. I don't have as much energy, and it it's not. It's like the gateway. What's a carcinogen? You saying all alcohol, including wine? Why ain't no carcinogen? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You're, you're talking about alcohol as a carcinogen? Yeah. Yeah. Alcohol causes cancer? It's a carcinogen. Look, look at you. I slap anybody. Your face looks like I slap you first and anybody who ever told them lies. Yes. Yeah. I, I forget what it's called. It starts with an A. Mm -hmm. And it's used to make wine um, and alcohol. And... Yeah, I mean, and liquor. And yeah, it's a carcinogen. Oh, it's something in it used to make it? Yeah, it's a A, a blue, I forget the name. But yes, both in wine and liquor. Yeah. As in, carcinogen as in causes cancer? Yeah. Don't keep getting smart. Don't, first of all. I'm getting it. angry. <laughs> you, okay, yo, this is. <laughs> yes, this. So, you know, you know how you said your client said you have to build a case against something mm -hmm. in order to abstain from it or, you know, so I've been wanting to for a while because I connected so much mm -hmm. with social events, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. 
And so I'm like, okay, I, I really want to really, really go out, have fun. Don't think I need to have a drink or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we do dry months anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. We'll do, uh, you'll do dry July. I usually do like February through, and I don't just take the short month. You take the short month, whatever day I start, make sure it's like 31 days, but, um, and I, like three or four months out the year, but. I've been wanting to at least make it six months out the year, and I mm -hmm. haven't been able to do that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started with February 3rd, and then I went to March. That was too easy, you know. And mm -hmm. then I was like, I'm just going to go to April 3rd. And then Nick was like, you should just go to May. I'm like, I don't, now you're about to get pop. People still pop people, but don't still get <laughs> pop. Do, so I'm do. like, you know what? Let me make it a challenge. I'm going to do it to May 3rd. And then I've been, I've just been enjoying it. So I've been reading about it, building up a case against alcohol. Like, oh, you do this. This is what's wrong. This is why. Okay. What about wine? Okay. This, this, that. So yeah, I just, I don't even have the desire. Like it took away my, even my desire. For well, yeah, it. no, the desire always goes away every time. Even then when you just do a month, that, yeah. that's the easy part. Yeah. yeah the desire yeah. definitely goes away because yeah. we only crave what we consume. And, mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm, well, for me. It's not a physiological craving. Mm -hmm. It's a social craving. Yeah, crave, crave. Uh, yeah, I don't care where it comes from. Because I, when I do third day, it never, it never goes away as far as when I get around other people. By myself, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I'm straight. Mean. But when I get around other people that's drinking, I usually want to drink too. Mm -mm -mm. So, yeah. So your tip was what? <laughs> straight in your face. What was your tip again? <laughs> All of us got off track because we... I don't think everyone did. I think just you. No. <laughs> you said, what was your tip Your face. I don't even want to say because you, you're wrong. What was your silly ass tip again? <laughs> oh, dear. You disrespect me. <laughs> Turkey, <laughs> cigarettes, and wine and liquor, <laughs> alcohol. Period. <I> period. <laughs> pool. <laughs> period. Pool. Man, one more thing about staying ready. I, I want to mention this too. Like, so we know staying ready from a physical standpoint, and I know a lot of us, you know, especially well in our world, we talk about health. We're usually talking about staying ready for anything that might impact your life from a health standpoint. But with the way coronavirus is shaken down, let's say that it never, the virus never lands on your doorstep, right? Mm -hmm. However, what is going to land on your doorstep is the economic and social impact, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, the stock market has already dropped insanely. People are lo losing millions, right? We're losing so much and we don't know what's going to happen with, you know, the borders being closed off and things like that. So, you know, import, export, we've seen now this ha just happens to be in our favor, favor, but gas prices have been driven down because literally there is a oil war between two countries and one country who's trying to get a monopoly on the oil industry is driving prices down so we can stop getting oil from the other country. And it all got something to do with coronavirus. And so because of that, we're seeing gas prices drop. That just happens to be working in our favor. But there are things that are going to happen uh, surrounding this that has nothing to do with getting sick mm -hmm. right and so from a stay ready standpoint 
for example, they've canceled the whole NBA season, right? So they canceled the entire NBA season. The state of Ohio has literally closed every school in the state. They just made a state announcement that we're shutting down every school in the state. So I was telling my hairdresser today, I said, you know, I thought that hair is looking crispy. Okay, I see you, sis. Come through. Oh, come through. Why you at? Oh, look, little to, oh, little to the right. Oh, 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 oh. crispy. Uh, uh, crunch and crunch, crunch. You hear me? Huh? I see you. I said, I said, I'm only here with the peekaboo. You hit me with the peekaboo, and I was, and I was looking at it, and I was like, don't, don't, they look real crispy. Uh, but you know, I said. I said, you know my girl Jay? Don't worry about it. Just crisp me up. Just make sure. Who did it? Lolly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Lolly done got really good with the natural hair. I remember you when you started. But okay. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah she them looked edges good, though. though. Yeah, them edges. Huh? Do people still say fleek? Can I say fleek? Uh, I think you just did. All right. All they right fleek. Now. Yeah, no, what you And about? then I, I like how it starts small and get bigger, bigger, bigger. Man, she hooked you up. She hooked you up. I said love. <laughs> Don't nice. Be, don't be coming for your tip like that. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Earned. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Right. That ain't no big deal. Right, but it is. Basic right. I was talking about. Um, no, so I was telling her, um, you know, how businesses are gonna be affected because she finished doing my hair, Jay, and I had to go to the bathroom, right? I mean, you know, I got all this tea, all this water. I'm like, let me use the bathroom before I leave. And I came out to the bathroom. I was like, Lolly, there's no soap in the bathroom, right? And she's like, there's not. Try this other bathroom, Lisa. I'm like, okay. So I go to the other bathroom. Somebody was in it. So I wait for her to come out. And I say, hey, is any soap in there? She's like, no, nah, but it's some uh, shower gel. Bye. I, what's the rule? When somebody starts lying, <laughs> it's over. Shut down the podcast. Impromptu, wait, what? Yeah. What? In a, in, a, in a business establishment? In a business establishment, Jay, I go into the bathroom and literally there's a pump of caress <laughs> sitting next to the faucet being used as soap. Which it is. This is not a place that the bathroom has a shower. No. Somebody. The shower gel is the soap. Shout out to the person who said, I can't deal with this nasty mess. <laughs> I know what I am going to do, and that's wash my hands. Listen, Somebody ran home and got that. Listen. Don't you ever mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm cracking up as I'm using the correct. Oh, as you should. Oh, hands up. Feel this. Oh. Huh? Soft. Smooth. Butter. As a baby's body. All them chemicals, but whatever. <laughs> hey, look. Smooth as vegan butter. You hear me? <laughs> vegan butter queen. Vegan butter queen. So, I come back out to Lolly, and I'm like, I just want to be clear. Like, this is problematic. I was like, y'all not having soap right now is huge. I'm like, it's too many people that come through here that y'all shouldn't be doing everything y'all need to do to protect the place. And Because the owner sits two chairs down from Lolly. Mm -hmm. And the owner was there when I got there doing somebody's hair. Mm -hmm. So she pointed to her, like, over to her chair, like, yeah, she, and she was like, and what's making it so bad is she used the bathroom all the time. Like, like she, you know, this is your business. And with everything that's going on with people taking precautions, why wouldn't you have soap and everything? And why wouldn't you have huddled all the stylists together and said, 
here's what we're going to do to make sure our clients are set. Make sure in front of the client, you wipe down every seat when everybody get up. Make sure you wearing a mask. Make sure you show yourself using hand sanitizer before you touch them in their hair. Like there's some, be some things as a business owner that you feel like, yeah, I should make it clear that we're taking precautions. They might be more worried about themselves. Listen, that's so funny that you said that because my friend sent me a text that her, her um, hairdresser sent her. Listen, it says, to my value clients. <laughs> I'm so ready. On behalf of the beauty, uh, I'm not going to say the full name. I am reaching out to assure you that the safety and well-being of my clients and myself remain my highest priority. <laughs> if you have been sick, have any respir respiratory issues, or have been in contact with anyone with the above symptoms, I would ask that you please reschedule your appointment. I do understand self-care is important. But the safety of my clientele and my personal well-being is just as important. And I will not render any services at that time. I am closely monitoring the coronavirus situation, including guidance from medical professionals, the Centers for Disease Control, the World Health Organization, and other health organizations. Basically, don't bring your butt up in here coughing and sneezing. Absolutely. I also said, she said it so professionally. <laughs> but basically... <laughs> I'm not about to get sick because of you. I'm going to put it in layman's terms for anybody who don't Let's understand. I'm not about to get sick because of you. And my other clients are not about to get sick because of you. Do not come in here with no foolishness. You will get turned around. Absolutely. Period. And that's the type of security I need around. Period. Me. I say I am not mad at no. that at all. No. Just be clear. You didn't. She, she said to my value client and her name was above it. So she personalized this thing. Yes. Like, oh no, y'all going to know. So she probably did a blessing to everybody. Yeah. I said, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Precautions need to be taken. And so, but what I was telling Lolly is, because I ain't lost my train of thought about staying ready. I said, so it's no whatever in here. Y'all not sanitizing. Ain't no soap in the bathroom. That's insane. And I'm like, you know, you, Lolly, work in the industry as well as I work in the industry where the services that we're rendering aren't mandatory. Mm -hmm. So in the in the instance that people need to start preserving money, our services will get cut, mm -hmm. right? And you guys not making people feel secure and safe really puts you on the chopping board. True. And so I was saying, she was like, I didn't even think about people not making money right now. Mm -hmm. I said, Lolly, they just canceled NBA season. If there are not going to be any games at Little Caesars Arena, do you realize there nobody needs to work the concession stand? Right. Nobody needs to work behind the bar. I said, what's gonna trickle down to everybody, whether or not you get sick at all, is the economic downturn mm -hmm. because people are going to be out of work. Mm -hmm. People are people, there's a tech town downtown for a motor company. They already said if you don't work in the building, you're not allowed to come in. Eventually that sign is gonna turn against workers. People are asking people to work from home and things like that. When I say stay ready, what I'm saying is, have you even positioned yourself in your job, whether your job be you working for somebody else or for yourself, to be of value, mm -hmm. worth keeping? Should we have to get rid of people because business is down and we don't need that full shift anymore? We don't need that full crew. We only need a skeleton crew. We, we're not... 
How many people won't be working if the NBA season ain't going to happen? How many people are not going to be working because your entire state have closed all the schools? There's nothing for the teachers to do. Right. They're not earning money. So if people are not working, then people are not spending. Mm -hmm. If people are not working, then people are going to be preserving every penny they have. Right. So if you're in a business or an industry where you aren't mandatory, you cut. Mm Mm-hmm. So why in the heck? So when I say stay ready, that means financially you should have been responsible a year ago, mm-hmm. just in case something like this happens. But also from a work ethic standpoint and from a value add standpoint, if your job or even in your own company, if you're not seen as valuable to the people you serve, mm-hmm. you're on a chopping block, baby. That's Are true. you one of the people who always just met your quota, always calling off every chance you get, mm-hmm. always you know causing friction in the workplace? We happy to let you go. Right. Turns out the coronavirus. Turns out. Turns out. I promise. So Lonnie was like, you know, Lisa, I didn't even think about that. I just had a client this morning cancel because she said, I just feel a little safer staying home. And I'm like, yeah, just that alone. Or Do you work in an industry where your job can't be done online? Right. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't get your hair done online. Right. You know what I mean? So if you work in an industry where you can't still serve your people remotely, I mean, there's so many things y'all need to think about. Mm-hmm. So, so what's your suggestion ready. for that? For it's too late. This is a screw. told you so. <laughs> oh, oh, I ain't saying I'm coming with a solution on this one. I was just letting them know that you might be out here. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just wanted to make it plain how serious it might get. Ain't no so those of you who was already no scared, be more afraid. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Turns out it ain't just about your health. You could be broke at home. You could be unemployed. Broke. Oh, God. Out of toilet paper. It ranged from petty to huge. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shame on you for asking me for a solution to this one. I ain't solved it. I just wanted to tell you the problem on that one. We over an hour, baby. Oh, all, all the sense was I'm made not. under 59 minutes. Once we over 59 minutes, I'm not here Lord, to Lord, I, I apologize. That's okay. I, really, I ain't never tell you that rule. But I, yeah, once we I, over 59 minutes, I'm not here to make sense. I'm just here to tell people. This, this is called the, the raw. Cut it off. Listen. Say whatever you need to do to end this is the wrong uncut version. If you stuck around this no, long, you deserve it. I'm sorry, y'all. Don't apologize. Jay, don't apologize for me. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> and that's why I'm apologizing. Running to me on the street, you bring this podcast, I will not be ashamed. I'm going to look you dead in your eye and say you should have did what you were supposed to do. Are you sleepy? Would you stop? <laughs> don't try to find no In the podcast. 
what else do you need to say? Nothing. And I said, need nothing. <laughs> no extra. Nothing. I'm dead. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Be well. What do we say to close you time? No wrong question. I, I clearly did. <laughs> you asked me the wrong question. Girl, <laughs> this is for a net. <laughs> Oh, Whew. all right, y'all. Um, I hope that helps somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, 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 it helped me. If that helps anybody, uh, I needed that laugh for. Um, all right. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I'm just saying, stay ready. You never know. Uh, the best. That's all we got. I don't. Okay, that's it. That's it. We are probably gonna time. get up out of here for you. Say all something right. else, crazy. Yeah. All right, y'all. Be well. <laughs> Take care.